Welcome to TLC for the Soul podcast, where soul meets spirit. You have entered into sacred space. I'm your host, Tammy Lynn Chambers, and I'm here to help you shine. Now let's get going on this podcast journey. Hello, friends. Hello. Thank you for joining me for yet another show. Welcome and let's get settled in. If you're new to the channel, then stick around, see how you like our content, what we have to share. And if you're a returning listener, be it on the YouTube channel where today is actually a video or if you're listening on the podcast, obviously you're hearing it in an audio. And um, thank you for being here yet again. There are sounds of a <laughs> loud teenage boy. Oh, I just got super dizzy. A loud teenage boy in the background. Holy smokes. Hold on. As I'm connecting in with our collective, okay, there is a lot, a lot of Ascension stuff going on right now. I mean, I'm getting almost... I can't even explain what I'm getting, but it's all on this side. It just feels like a wave of something hit the side of my head. So there's, it seems like there's a lot of ascension, ascension symptoms going on right now. So I want to get us into sacred space so we can talk about this workshop. This first day one is being recorded on April the 12th, which is the famous... Um, Jupiter and Neptune conjunction in Pisces, um, this auspicious day. So it's very auspicious to either be hearing it on the same day or just being in the energy of when this is recorded. So we're going to record for seven days starting today and then we'll go through the, what is it, full moon on Saturday because this is going to be a little seven day workshop. You can either listen to it individually, like just pick and choose what you feel like you might need, or if you want to take the full seven-day journey and healing, this is preparing us for the eclipse at the end of the month. Um, also, Beltane coming up for the Northern Hemisphere at the beginning of May, or Samhain at the in the other southern hemisphere <laughs> but regardless of when you hear it it's a timeless workshop and it could be that you're drawn to it at any time that you're preparing to need to kind of um, energize and re-energize and clear and get yourself ready to receive um, new blessings and new energies so before we go any further I want to wrap us all in love light and light love and invite in the guides who overlight our show, Archangel Michael, Archangel Metatron, and the Pleiadians, among many others. And I really kind of struggled to put this show together. So for me, I, there is sometimes a sense of preparation, but it's just best for me to just get on camera and kind of intuitively gather what I think I might need for this. And then just let the guides kind of take over, so to speak. And so as I was doing that, so when we made the um, thumbnail for today's show, it was day one. Let's get ready 
to receive our blessings and move forward is kind of the topic of what we're talking about today. But as I was looking, because I thought, well, I'll just flip through a book or whatever and read a passage and then we'll kind of base the what, what's needed most by you all, um, what we need to heal, what we need to clear, what we need to focus on in this mini retreat. Like we'll just um, base that on whatever is given to us in terms of the book passage or the cards that are drawn or whatever. Um, Cause it's not really conducive to going outside right now and being in nature as much as I want to be. So note to self, you don't like immense amounts of snow. I don't mind cold weather, but um, blizzard condition is not my style. But as I was going to open up my tablet to look at the um, notes that I had down for today, my, oddly enough, and I have not been working with, well, it's not oddly enough because there's nothing random, but Spirit had put for me, um, it's so funny because I haven't been working with this at all. So my pages app was not open. I have not been working with Powerball in the longest time. And I just saw 444 on the counter. Um, when the spirit's like, um, it's so funny because I've just been like the biggest couch potato since I moved. And um, just in general, this whole entire year. So I don't know if you've been feeling the same way, but I have all these goals and things I want to work on. And I just kind of set them aside and I just was kind of like, wah, wah, like, I don't really feel like doing them. Um, and so as I opened my tablet to go look at my notes, Powerball, the book that I've been working on, the next novel I've been working on was like right there. And I'm like, I wasn't, I didn't select that at all. And so as I was wondering what passage to kind of intuitively select out of a book, um, this page two and three of the book is already opened and I have not been working with the beginning of the novel and pages at all either. I've been way into like, I don't know what chapter eight or chapter nine. So I'm going to take that as our place of where we need to start. So this is what we need to clear, what we need to work on. Energy's coming in. It's a mini workshop. Um, so let's make sure Let's just do a little smoke cleansing. This is what wants to be burned and I don't really want to burn it. I'm not a big fan of Jasmine, but this Darshan Mogra came out and it looks very spring-like. Maybe that's why, because like I'm wishing for like really true spring weather. Um, incense sticks jasmine of india so we are going to use that let's get ourselves going here i don't know where this is going i really would prefer to be like romping in the trees doing this but romping in the forest but oh oh look at those twirls of smoke do 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 Mm. Oh, it actually smells better when it's burning. Okay, so we'll give a little bit of jasmine of India to you. <laughs> My son is making me laugh. <laughs> He's doing this voice. It sounds like Topo Gijo or something. <laughs> All right. And a little, ah, a little for her space. Okay. Okay. 
we have a lot of guides here right now. So we have Ganesh here. Because I just picked up this burner and I never look at it. And it says, you can't see it probably, but it says Ganesh up at the top. So removing obstacles. This is like a big, I've gotten this numerous, numerous times of a big clearing out needing to happen before we can move forward um, into these new energies, into this, at the end of this month is the eclipse in Taurus. And that seems to be some very big reset point. And there have been astrological, there have just been transits in the astrology for this month leading up to all of this that are just getting us in this place of like a, a new birth. And it's, I think it's different because you could say like every year, the stuff, transits and all this stuff is always happening. But this Jupiter thing, this Jupiter conjunction only happens once every 160 some odd years. So I think that's what makes it different. And then all these other things, these, this eclipse season is just piggybacking off of that energy and allowing a lot of once in a lifetime changes and opportunities to come in. But in order to be completely in alignment with some of the things that your soul has planned for you or that, well, you have planned for you because you planned it for you before you came into this life, uh, incarnation, uh, you have to, there's still some like, um, I think this card came out in a reading I was watching where it was like, well, you have to dig even deeper. And it's like, what now? Stuff, stuff you haven't been focused on. So let's start with Powerball since that's what wanted to come out first. And kind of the way I sense this, well, I'm not going to say, I'm just going to let this, I'm just going to let the guides tell me. So Powerball, just to give some backstory, is a book about a young girl in a land called Dragonshire. She um, wants, she is a kind of a witch slash priestess in training at um, the cup within the coven of Dragonshire training for her her um, higher levels of spiritual growth. So there's metaphors here. So if you want to read into the metaphors, gosh, I'm so out of practice with doing this show, my God. If you want to read into the metaphors, we, this is what we typically do when we take one of these channeled, all the books and stories I do are channeled stuff. So when we take this channeled stuff, then um, based on the what the theme is of the show that we're working with, um, the metaphors get pulled out for things that you most need to know or hear about. So Gromelda's this girl and she um, wants to impress her coven and impress her teachers. And so she goes and she steals this thing called the Powerball. And no one really, even the person who created the Powerball, um, doesn't quite understand all of its actual powers and everything that it can do. And so everybody's coveting this Powerball and um and wants it and so Grimelda Ravenclaw is the one who stole the Powerball she also has a sister Magdalene Ravenclaw who is kind of is, is older than her but in some ways is more of like her 
understudy. I guess Magdalene doesn't feel as powerful as Grimelda for some reason, which we have yet to learn. And um, stuff is going on here in Dragonshire. And so let's, let me just read these passages, see what metaphors we can pull out. We've got cards, um, see what healing might need to be done. And let's just take it from there. So this is page two of Powerball. Grimelda Ravenclaw dusted aside the smoke from the witching powder and sat down next to her sister. It wasn't every day that the coven of Dragonshire was initiating its newest member, and young Grimelda had earned every bit of her newfound status as witch genius, having excelled at the academy now for almost seven years. She could hardly believe that she, Grimelda Ravenclaw, had finally made it. After all the dastardly deeds and spells she had been put to complete by the coven, she had shown her worth by completing the utmost task. She had captured the Powerball from the coven of Madrigal. Madrigal had been coveting the Powerball ever since they had obtained it by rather underhanded means from the Elder Council of the Dark Shadows, and those beings in Dark Shadows had been trying to get it back ever since. Dark Shadows was a force to be reckoned with, and it was by almost sheer dumb luck that Grimelda had captured it and won herself the Dragonshire's approval to move forward with her initiation. The High Council of Dragonshire had put her older sister Magdalene in charge of getting everything prepared for the rites of initiation. After all, Magdalene was Grimelda's only family member and had been in the coven since birth, having been brought to the Elder Council by the Dragon Maiden, who had been helping with her mother's birth. Poor Evansweith had not survived the birth, and Magdalen had been brought up in the castle Dragonshire. Magdalen's father had remarried, and half-sister Grimelda was born shortly thereafter, and spirited away to the castle when her dragon maiden had noticed the mark of katana on her shoulder. The katana was only bestowed upon those meant to do great things, and such had been Grimelda's calling since she could sit up and talk. Grimelda set the satchel aside that she had used to conceal the powerball and allowed Meglin to fuss with her long green hair and powder her beautiful amber-colored skin. She was to look like a queen were the instructions given to Meglin by her witch guardian, Feana. Feana had been caring for the girls since they arrived at Castle Dragonshire and were the closest thing to a mother they had known, which suited Feana just fine since she had lost her only family quite young in the fires of Katana. Katana lay between the old lands of Grimshire and the new earthlands of Dragonshire. To be from Katana or to bear its mark was bestowed upon few and far between. To be from the old lands held a power and meaning that few in the lands of Dragonshire had yet to understand. And Grimelda herself was only just beginning to understand how her powers were to be used and how to wield them in the utmost integrity. And some of us are too, right? <laughs> so um, many of you coming into your spiritual power, all the lessons you've been learning through the organic ascension process, like I think you're just starting to reintegrate yourself back into, mm, it's not going to be called a normal way, but a new way of being in the world. And 
I think this seven day process, almost like an initiation, so to speak as well, for each one of you is going to help uncover some things that maybe are going to bring you a deeper understanding of your journey. As a mark of katana bear its witness to great hidden treasures within the ones who it was set upon, such was the rules and responsibilities of the old ways to be learned through guidance and strict instruction of the bearer of such mark. Grimelda still had not been told of the true meaning behind the purple mark on her shoulder. To her it looked like a clump of grapes. But truth be told, the mark bare its own magic and would only reveal that force upon the bearer's twenty-first year. Grimelda, now just turned twenty, had a year to go before all truths were revealed. Only the Elder Council of Dragonshire knew the true meaning of the mark and were keeping Grimelda's secret safely hidden from outside sources. If the elders in Katana found out there was a witch maiden outside their lands, they would fight desperately to have her return to them, and the Coven of Dragonshire had a use all its own for young Grimelda's true powers. But for now, she was dubiously supported in carrying out tasks from the Elder Council under the guise of obtaining her witch genius initiation into the coven. And Magdalen was none the wiser to its the underhanded plan to use her sister's powers in this way. She had to be completely clueless, otherwise the plan could easily be upset. And now that Grimelda had captured the Powerball, the coven of Dragonshire was one step closer to reigning in power all over the Badlands. Grimelda allowed her sister to primp over her while her mind wandered away to another place. <laughs> They're saying there's a lot of foreshadowing going on here. And so I think because this is like a preparation day, this is a day of kind of gathering your tools and getting yourself kind of mentally ready to do this seven days. Even if you just do one, one day at a time, rather than the whole seven days together, you're stepping into a container called 777. What's with the sparkle? They keep wanting me to call it 777 sparkle. 777 sparkle. I don't know why. So, you know, what feels comfortable to you when you're going on a little bit of a spiritual journey? Um, it may be your favorite deck of cards. I've got Shaman's Drum here to start out with. This is my deck. Um, I've got a couple of others. I just kind of pulled some different things in. But the other thing I grabbed was when I moved, I just kind of stuffed all, I can't even lift it. I just kind of stuffed all my crystals, oh my word, in this huge tin, which maybe the tin has something we're supposed to look at. It's, it says Verona, Italy. Is that Italy? Yeah. There's this castle. Oh, look, there's a castle on this side. I've never really noticed this before. But there's this castle. And we're talking about the Castle Dragonshire. So there have been a lot of synchronicities already in this show, in this episode. 
because we're being asked, I mean, the Powerball book for me just came up. So you're being asked to kind of watch around you what synchronicities, serendipities show themselves while you're in this special sacred space. Um, once you decide, so now is kind of the, the choice point, I guess. Once you've kind of heard a little bit about what's going on, it's like, okay, do you want to keep going on this 777 sparkle journey or whatever? Um, and if so, you know, then let's say like, okay, now I'm, yes, I'm entering the container of this workshop, this healing retreat, 20 minutes in. And I'm going to gather some tools and I'm going to start looking, I'm going to start being aware of what's going on around me, what spirit's going to start showing me that um, is coming up for me to be healed or to be released or to be integrated so that I can move forward with whatever big energies are going to be showing up for me, whatever new beginnings are going to be showing up for me. This might be a class that also would be good to do like maybe seven days before a new moon any new moon. So I'm going to just reach in. I'm not going to look and I'm going to just see what crystal I'm going to pick a crystal for this, um, seven day. This one, what is this? Oh, okay. This is sodalite. Hmm. So I will work with this little sodalite kind of looks like a little heart. Oh, and I have to show you guys. I don't have it. It's downstairs. It's like now the joys of two stories is like, <laughs> like easily go from one place to another. But um, oh, these little guys are like, why are we still in this box? All right, so I have to leave these crystals out of this box. They look, they look, sorry, they look so pretty in here. I can't even show them all to you. They just look so pretty in here. So, no, I found my first painted rock of this new city that I'm in um, and it's it, it's a stone that's shaped like a heart and it has like a tic-tac-toe game on it and there's like some X's but there's three hearts in a diagonal and the paint the words are love always wins but you guys know that's kind of one of my mantras like at the end of all my card decks that I create and all my books love always wins is kind of a big um, mantra as I see 22 minutes on the <laughs> <laughs> this smoke is choking me. 22 minutes on the timer. So we've got serendipities and synchronicities to watch out for. We've got, um, in a way, I just, this Powerball is, I almost see it as, even though it's ex an external thing in the book, it's almost like it's something that you're going to create yourself during this seven day period. And then I feel like you're going to kind of um, integrate it into your field in some way. So the Powerball could be different for each one of you. It could be this, it could be anything. It could be a blend of energies that um, show up for you to receive and be receptive to and to integrate into your field. Um, so I guess that's a little bit of a mystery that has yet to be solved about um, this 777 because when we think of the number 777, it's all about moving forward and um, there is an air of mystery to it in a sense. Um, there's some letting go. If I think of the sevens in the tarot, 
there's some sneaky, there's some mysterious kind of sneaky, sneaking about, sneaking kind of energy. There's, um, you know, things to let go of. And there's also new opportunities coming in. Um, if I think of like the seven of cups, like a lot of different options going on. Um, and if this doesn't feel like the workshop for you, um, I just, I do want to plug like, uh, there's a couple of other experientials on this channel, but 555 is very popular. Um, if you feel like that's more in line with where you're at, I have a workshop called 555. Yeah, there's a playlist for it on YouTube where you can do that. It's a five day workshop. And on the podcast, it is there, although you have to kind of scroll back a little ways to find it, but I did put it in a playlist in Spotify. I have a lot of um, listeners on Spotify now. So 555 is in a playlist. You just have to search for it under my name, TLC for the soul. And I've got quite a few play podcast playlists set up in Spotify. So let's go ahead and get the Labyrinth of Dragonshire. No wonder this thing wanted to come out. So I got this, I pulled this deck first, which I usually do. This is just a deck I hand drew this deck. Um, and then Dragonshire came out in Powerball. So another synchronicity. I'm just gonna see what wants to come from this. And there's actually another little deck mixed in here called the Happenstance Oracle that I started working on. Okay, so we got that. I'm going to just pull whatever wants to come out. Oh, these. Okay. And this, because I like this one. <laughs> Sorry. This is on the top. This is probably one of my favorite. Um, the R. So each card spells out Labyrinth of Dragonshire. Each card is a letter in that. But this one is Relief is Being Offered. Do you accept it? And whenever I get this one, it's kind of like your guides want to help you. Your angels want to help you. You kind of have to surrender to the process, but since you have free will choice, you have to invite in that divine um, intervention, <laughs> divine assistance. My son's making me laugh. And um, and so, you know, maybe we do that and we, we just, oh, we just thank our guides, beloved source, mother, father, God, holy spirit and holy angels, archangels and helping spirits. Saints, gods, goddesses, masters, teachers, elementals, star family and friends. I could go on forever. Dragon family and friends, unicorn family and friends. Any guides that are, some guides don't show themselves, but they work behind the scenes. So like any guides, named and unnamed, seen and unseen guides. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your blessings, for these blessings of this journey, of this path, of this healing, of this container. Thank you for whatever serendipity and synchronicities you have to show to us here in on this show, whether folks are listening, you know, now or a, a year from now or 10 years from now. Um, I want to thank all of you, all of our guides for joining us here. Thanking the, us, thanking them, thanking us and thanking them um, for all of their support, for their love, divine intervention, protection, just thankful for any support or relief that's being offered to us. The next card that came out is a B. Sometimes they'll spell things. This is Ouch My Achy Breaky Heart. So this is like a Three of Swords energy card. And um, I think there's just, when Spirit says dig a little bit deeper, I just think there's still things 
to uncover that need to be cleared and healed. Um, so go gently. And this is more of a, I'm, well, I, this is personal, my personal stone that came out, but I'm like, it doesn't really have to do with the heart. It's kind of more of a third eye kind of a stone. The next card that came out was H, which is healing is happening within you, allow. I know it's probably hard to see. Healing is happening within you, allow. That's pretty obvious. The next one, oh, is from the happenstance oracle and it's card number 333 so when I drew these I drew different backs but <laughs> this is like an angel it's so artistic right and then we've got this interesting sometimes I don't know why certain symbols come out but we've got this kind of half this triangle kind of in half um which a triangle is um a symbol of like Hieros Gamos. If you look up Hieros Gamos, and there's an Ascension glossary sometimes that I like to use, and um, the triangle is has to do with like the Trinity energy. But the message is you are toasted. We have these three dots again. Three dots has been like a big thing lately, but you are toasted. <laughs> this like burned a piece of toast. So this is, um, acknowledging kind of what I was feeling at the beginning of the show with some ascension energy symptoms, ascension symptoms coming through. And I got that weird, like dizzy feeling on one side of my head. So just honoring your energy levels during this time, um, in this container during the seven days, um, and throughout the month that you're listening to this, just honoring where you're at on your own path. And I think sometimes too, when we enter into these little workshops, we can get a little um, overzealous. So I think spirit is making it to where if you don't feel like you can do the whole seven days, like don't be hard on yourself about that. I, I get really excited about these work certain workshops sometimes. And then by like the third one or whatever, I'm kind of like, hmm. Do I want to finish this? And sometimes I don't. Um, so I'm in a boot camp right now. I think I mentioned this on the last show with Pixie Lighthorse, one of her old ones, just going back over it. And it's dear about strength and vulnerability. And those are three week long boot camps. And I get through like the first week and then I kind of forget about it a little bit. So like just honor your energy levels where you're at, take what you need and leave the rest. The next card that came out is get over it. This just has so many different connotations and metaphors. I think it just depends on where you're at. And maybe this is our kind of our motto, <laughs> 777 sparkle, get over it. Like get over it can mean many different things. There could be hurdles you have to jump through. It could be that like, just get over it, you know, like just feel the feels and get over it. Um, I think this will mean something to each one of you and maybe that's just a motto or a mantra to jot down as part of this little workshop to see, you know, where this comes into play for you. And then the last card we got is number 11, looks like a compass and it says you're creating your own reality right now. Watch out. 
So, <laughs> my God, I don't know who's the star of this show, me or him. His voice is so loud coming down the hallway. Um, anyway, so I think that's also self-explanatory. Like, you're going to get out of this what you put into it. Um, if you think that it's nothing's going to happen or it's a big waste of time, you know, then it's going to be, if you feel like this is going to be a really sacred, special experience, then that's what you're going to have. So set your intentions basically for this next seven days, what you want to achieve as part of this workshop. Um, like me, I'm expecting a lot out. I'm expecting a lot out of it and a lot out of. The new energies that are coming in i have very high hopes <laughs> and anticipations for new energy new beginnings new ways of being and living and um so i want to get the most out of the seven days that i can so it's not like you're doing it by yourself like i'm doing the work right along with you what else? Okay, they said get a shaman's drum. So let's just see what comes through shaman's drum. And I guess I need to get to work on Powerball so we have more to look at. I guess we're going to be using this. I was not expecting Powerball. I actually wanted to work with a different book, but yeah, c'est la vie. All right, we got the woman card. Sister, teacher, she who loves and me oh my god so it could be you could be any one of these all of these none of these like you may not be a woman you may be a male figure male person thinking about a woman or wondering about a woman so the we still have many um people listening to this show so we have oh i saw 3333 on the timer and then we just had 333 come up so man this is 777 but 333 is making itself known as well here um but you could be a divine masculine um doing this workshop for yourself and so the woman card may have a special connotation or meaning for you. Oh my gosh. I really have to say, oh Lord. And it never fails. Like it's quiet. And then I have not recorded in ages, you guys know. And um, especially inside. And the minute I, I set up the camera, that in the background, that started. So it never fails whenever I record inside. Somehow there's something where he gets like worked up and he gets all crazy. All right, let's do one more card. This is not from, this is not my deck. This is Magic and Light. It's an affirmation deck um, from Sue Lyon. I really like her work. And let's see what else. And then, you know, there's probably going to be some light language or something else. I'm going to check in in a minute. All right. One last thing here. Of course. Okay. So there's, I have to tell you a story about this card. So we got the transformation card and I think this has come up before for us, but, um, it has, I remember this recently mermaid moon Kiss lightly, transformation, and let moonlight's golden tears fill you with hope. Ah, that summer fragrance. Oh, I'm just wishing for that right now. What, a, who, what 
place has a freaking blizzard in the middle of April. Sorry. Um, it is infused with long light and strawberry days and its consistent warmth leaves us languid, but change laps at the edges of time, the movement of days, the continuum of night, the pathway of stars and the moon's even light are all whispering that transformation is inevitable. Take a look deep inside yourself. Now is the time to reflect on the bright days and embrace the days to come. Days of color and then winter white, soft darkness with pinpricks of golden stars. Transformation is afoot and change brings hope. Hope is another big theme, I think, of this 777. Um, and it's funny, I'll just share, this transformation has been coming up a lot lately. It's like I ordered some, I ordered some things um, I, and, uh, from, I ordered a, like an intention candle and I ordered the soulmates intention candle. And when I got my order in the mail, I was all excited, like, oh my, cause I got some perfume samples and stuff. And, um, I want actually one of the perfumes is called transformation. And when I went to open the candles, like, yay. And it was not the soulmates candle, it was the transformation candle. And I was like, ha ha, okay, spirit, what are you trying to tell me again? And, um, you know, I contacted, I contacted the customer support folks, or the, and I just said, you know, I know there's no um, coincidence, but I really want my soulmates candle, not the transformation candle. So anyway, transformation is afoot. There's lots of work to be done, but take it at a pace that feels right to you. Light language. So I will say that it's, it always comes up, especially, you know, like when you're doing something like a little boot camp or something like this, like, Let's not take things so seriously, right? That's gonna be one of my intentions is not to take this so seriously. It's not like, you know, the work can be deep, but it can also be fun. So let me just, I had some guides that wanted to come in for this and I'm gonna pick, if you want to work with a particular guide, I'm just going to go to my, you guys know me and my list of guides. Where is it? I'm gonna go to that list and I'm just going to like scroll it and put my finger down and see. <laughs> there it is. I knew they were gonna come up. Holy shit. <laughs> All right. So they've been calling me and I've been like, I kind of forgot who they were, but my finger just landed on them. So it's the Merfolk couple for Beltane. It's a Beltane couple here to bring in new beginnings, love and confidence, and sexual healing. Each couple carries their own unique gifts and personalities, but all are beautiful and sexy. So if you, maybe in our next, in day six, we'll see. Let, well, you know what, let's just, okay, heck, come on, we're here right now. Let's just do a little meditation to go meet this Beltane merfolk couple. So I get the sense that, um, and you, if you don't want to, if you have a the words, if you have a certain certain guide you want to work with, 
rather than this one or these, then you know certainly feel free to call in your own guide for this workshop. But it looks like this merfolk couple for Beltane is going to be kind of our um, they're going to kind of overlight the work being done in this workshop. So I do find it interesting then that um, man, I don't know. I do find it interesting that they're coming in and it was talking about, um, now I lost where they're at, sexual, sexual healing. And look, I found them so easily. Oh, here we are. New beginnings, love and confidence and sexual healing. Beltane couple. All right, let's, where are all my sacred tools? I don't know. Let's close our eyes for a minute. If you can even do this kid in the background. If you can, then you get special, special props. You should be able, if you've been meditating enough, you should be able to meditate anywhere, even in a busy, crowded place. Well, let's just close our eyes for a moment and take a deep breath. See yourself leaving your meditation space where you're at, be it a meditation cushion or your outdoor seat, and come join me in our sacred grove. You just set the intention to find me and walk down this path <laughs> till you find me here in this sacred space, this grove. We've come to it many times before. It's our, it's my fifth dimensional special place called Ravendale. Many, many guides are here and I've invited you. You can come into this space at any time. There's a lot going on here, but I am in the Grove and I am waiting here for you if you want to join me here. And I'm gonna invite in, I want to see if it's one Beltane couple for each one of you, or if it's this one belting couple is going to be kind of an aspect of it for each one of us. So let's just take a deep breath. I'm going to do a little light language, a little, okay, a little merfolk light language. Hold on.
Oh my gosh. All right. <laughs> I don't know if you encounter what I feel like with that is it's an aspect of this Beltane couple that you can tap into. So it's not like a separate merfolk couple for each one of you, unless you want it to be, but it's an aspect of this. And I do find it interesting that they're merfolk, um, being that we are recording this episode having to do with Jupiter and Neptune coming into conjunction in Pisces. So it's very watery, watery energy. I didn't really, I did kind of get water too. Like this sodalite to me is kind of watery. The woman card is like a divine feminine card, kind of watery. Um, we also, our transformation card, I just see, you don't, our transformation card was also a mermaid. So mermaid energy coming in very strongly. I have a couple of other merfolk guides and maybe we'll hold on to them for, I actually have quite a few. Oh my God, they're all showing themselves to me now. I have a Lemurian merman spirit, a Peruvian merman, an Irish mermaid. And I have... Um, where is she? She's a golden, so it looks like an, a golden enlightenment mermaid. So we're going to work with these because these guides really want to be worked with. So in the next coming days of this workshop, we'll work with some of these other merfolk guides. And I think I'm going to end the show here for now because the amount of noise coming from the other room is just really starting to wear on me, which is probably starting to wear on you too. So get over it, right? Get over it. All right, folks, so we're rooting and grounding in to this playful merfolk energy, day one, and you may already figure this out, but this seven days seems like it's maybe going to be a trip through the chakras, <laughs> um, starting with the root, and um, we didn't necessarily do any healing there, so we'll see what comes up for day two. But for now, I want to thank you all so much for joining me. And we will see you all again soon. Um, if you're going to follow this boot camp, then we will see you for day six. Take care, friends.